What is up y'all? It's Afni here and welcome back to Seriously What the Frick. Okay, I already know what y'all are thinking. Daphne, what the fuck are you doing? This isn't true crime. What is this? Well, gentle listener, I will tell you what this is. First, I have to go on a rant first. Um, this isn't just a true crime podcast, y'all. At least my intention when I was initially starting up the podcast was it's literally in my trailer about how I wanted to deep dive into like conspiracies and supernatural stuff. And that's why I called it seriously with the frick, you know, because I was going to talk about things that make you go like, seriously, like what the fuck? I couldn't name it. Seriously, what the fuck? I really wish I could, but I couldn't. Or at least I didn't think it was a good idea. Um, you know, but I, I want to, you know, talk about conspiracies and supernatural stuff. I love that. You know, there's a whole bunch of my list that I will be doing eventually. I already got a few lined up for next season. And I kind of just thought that I would introduce y'all to the supernatural stuff and there will be more to come. And I also definitely plan for this to come out last Friday on April Fool's Day, but I wanted to be taken seriously because this is something I want to do. And don't get me wrong, like I'm definitely still going to be doing a lot of true crime. It's mostly going to be true crime. That's never going to change. But there are other things out there too. And I also may have had to move the schedule around for other reasons too. So there's that. So that's another reason why it's not an April Fool's, but like, I'm just going to go with I wanted to be taken seriously. Anyway. This week, we are going to be talking about Robert the Doll. Okay, so this is just a little side note before I start. Um, when I had titled this file as Robert the Doll, my microphone decided to stop working, and then when I titled it as Robert Otto, which you'll understand in a minute, my microphone is pretty okay now, which is a little weird. Um, you guys will understand by the end of this episode, but I just wanted to share that. Okay, so there is this doll, right, that is allegedly haunted. It is known for being the most haunted doll in the world. His name is Robert. And this doll had originally belonged to Robert Gene Otto, who was an artist. And out of all the ways that Gene, a human, a human Robert went by Gene, which is very helpful to me in this case. And then he named the doll after himself. So Robert is the doll, Gene is a human. Cool. Um, so out of all the ways that Gene was described, eccentric was the most used. And we don't quite know for sure how Gene got the doll. There were sources saying that it was given to him by a servant that worked for Gene's parents. Other sources say that it was Gene's grandfather who bought it on a trip to Germany in 1904 and gave it to him as a birthday gift. The doll wore a sailor suit and it's reported that it was the same one that Gene wore as a child. I don't know why I keep on saying this in the same tone. But what I think we do know officially is that the doll was made by the Steiff Company in Germany. And the company was ran by Richard Steiff, who would help create the teddy bear. Which, if you don't know, the teddy bear was in made, of, made in honor of Theodore Roosevelt. Just a little fun fact, because he went by teddy. There is also a Steiff historian that told the museum that Robert now hangs out at, which I'll get to a little bit, that maybe Robert wasn't supposed to be sold, most likely. We know for certain that... He is from Germany and from the Steiff Company, 
but it was most he was most likely a window display you know like when you go to like a window display there's sometimes little toy mannequins in like the windows so you, you know what it looks like so it was probably robert was probably something like that for either clowns or jesters we're not quite sure how whoever obtained this for gene obtained it but we just do know where it's from so that's that's all we know sorry this recording has been such a shit show i've literally been doing this for 45 minutes and i can't like i can't talk my recording's all fucked up i'm not even doing this to like hype up this thing because i don't I'm super, like, I'm not superstitious, I'm a little stitious, so I'm not quite sure what's happening. And again, this won't make all sense once, maybe, if I finish talking about him. I don't, let's see how it goes. Regardless, when Gene was given this doll, he named the doll Robert after himself, and the two became inseparable almost very quickly. People said that their relationship was a little unhealthy, Gene treated the doll as if he was a person and not a doll, and Jean brought Robert everywhere. And this doll is almost three feet tall, okay? And I think Jean got him when he was four years old. So that's, that's, they're like the same height at that time. So I don't know how he managed to do that. I don't know if his parents just had to drag Robert around. I don't know. But that is something that has happened. The house that Jean grew up in was uh, 534 Eaton Street, and it is now nicknamed the Artist House, and a whole bunch of wild shit happened there. And it wasn't long until after Jean was given the doll that strange things started to happen. There was this one night when Jean was 10 years old, he woke up and found Robert the doll at the end of his bed, just staring at him. I would kick the doll right then and there if I ever saw that, but that's just me. But a few seconds later, a few seconds later, Jean's mom was woken up to her son screaming for help and what sounded like furniture was being moved and flipped over in Jean's bedroom. So she runs to her room, to his room because she's like, what the fuck is happening? My kid is screaming and there's a whole bunch of furniture just being tossed around poltergeist style. What the hell is this? She gets to the room and the door is locked. She's finally able to open it and she finds Jean curled up in a tiny ball in his bed, mumbling the words, Robert did it. His room was also completely wrecked, and then Robert the doll was just sitting at the foot of his bed, hanging out, watching his his terror that he created. The, he, he literally woke up in the middle of the night, just chaos. Here's the thing. The reason I wanted to do this one for Supernatural first is one, just to get it the fuck out of the way, because I hate this shit. I already have... I'm not scared of a lot of things and that's not because like oh i'm not scared no like i'm genuinely i just don't give a fuck about a lot of things but this is this is the one thing that i have like that actually genuinely creeps me out i have this thing and i'm hoping i'm saying this correctly automatonphobia which is a fear of things that are supposed to represent humans but aren't for example, animatronics, didn't like Five Nights at Freddy's, mannequins, can't go to the mall, wax figures, fuck wax museums, dolls, I ripped all of the heads off of mine, all of that freaks me the fuck out. Just looking at Robert gives me chills. But if that happened to me, ever, even if I just woke up in the middle of my night, of the night, and I had this doll that was just like at one place and I knew it was at one place when I went to sleep and I woke up and it was somewhere else, I would burn it. I would burn it so fast. And every doll I saw for the rest of my life because what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I get, I get real 
personal with the stuff like, oh, I, oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And the thing is, this stuff just happened all the time. The phrase Robert did it became a staple in the auto household, okay? Jean's parents would hear um, Jean talking to the doll in these, like, what they assumed at first was the doll, but then they would hear Jean get a response back with no one else in the house. So obviously it'd be freaking Robert, right? Robert would be seen running up the stairs, staring outside of a window, and he was seen a lot. Um, you know, just outside of the window, like passing kids, be like, there's a doll staring at me from the window. It's weird. They would hear the doll giggling. One time his parents reported that they saw the doll speak and physically saw him change the expression on his face. Homeboy was fucking Pinocchio at this point. Okay, I don't know why I'm saying fuck so much this episode, but that I'm just I'm real emotional. Homeboy was Pinocchio, okay? You know, some people claim that if Robert heard anyone talk any sort of you know, just, like, bad. If anyone talked shit about Jean pretty much in front of Robert, you would visibly be able to see the doll's, like, face change because he did not like it. Robert then lived, um, with Jean his entire life. After Jean's parents died, Jean and his- I'm saying Jean a lot. Jean and his wife, Anne, moved back into his childhood home and Robert came with. Jean decided to give Robert his own little room where there was a window outside for the doll, the window that I just mentioned. And, and, and Robert would just stare out of it again into the street to scare bypassers. Why? Because why not? What else do you got to do when you're a doll? And if you're wondering about how Anne felt about this doll, um, the haunted thing that was literally known for running up steps and talking, she didn't feel great about around him. I do not know if she knew about the actual terror it did when Jean was little, but she said that she felt pretty uneasy around Robert and she didn't really know why, but it got to the point where Anne wanted Robert in the attic. So he was safe, everyone else is safe, and Jean agrees he does this and Robert was pissed. Didn't like his uh, new home up in the dark attic. And whilst Robert was in the attic, um, when people were at the house, they would hear footsteps coming from the attic. Sometimes it sounded like someone was pacing back and forth. They would even hear giggling, like an evil villain, villain type of giggling. So, so, so just hear me out. Imagine you're just at your buddy's house with your spouse. You're hanging out. You're talking, whatever. And then you hear footsteps coming from their attic and you're, and, you know, giggling. And you, of course, would be like, is, is there someone else here? Like, who's, what's going on in your attic? And the host is like, oh, it's just my doll, Robert. Don't worry about him. Anyway, so how's your mother? Just just imagine that. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, so remember that window I talked about where Robert would just stare out of? Well, children, I briefly mentioned this before. Children were out and about in the neighborhood playing, just doing child things. And they would, and there were reports of them just seeing Robert, watching them from the window. Sometimes he would even mock them as he as they walked to school. And people would go up to Jean's house and be like, hey, like, what's with the doll on your window? Like, what is that about? And Jean knew for certain that he had locked Robert in the attic, in the attic and was very confused. So Jean goes to investigate and goes into the room, Robert's old room, and found Robert sitting in the rocking chair by the window. And this happened multiple times. I think it got to the point where Jean would just do a routine check in the room just to make sure Robert wasn't sneaking out of his room in the attic. So Robert got out of the attic a lot. I don't know how. It's weird child doll things, I guess. 
you know, and Robert would just constantly sneak out, the doll would sneak out of the attic a lot. And this was literally just Gene's life all the way up until his death in 1974. And when Gene died and just kept him in the attic, I don't think he moved out of there. He kind of stayed there uh, years after Anne died. And not long after Anne's death, the house gets sold and the new owners move in. And when their 10-year-old daughter found Robert in the attic, she was excited. She was like, heck yeah, here's a free cool doll. And that excitement did not last very long. <laughs> the 10-year-old would often wake up to Robert in the middle of the night, moving into her room, like moving amongst her room. She would go to sleep with him over in one area and then would wake up with him to like wake up to him on the other side of the room. She also said that Robert was alive and that he had wanted to hurt her. Yeah. So the general understanding of Robert is he terrorized hella people, okay? Like he was eventually was donated to the Key West Art Historical Society in 1994. And everyone was like, what happened to this doll? Like, I don't, what? Why is this doll the way that it is? And there's one theory, I think, of why he's like this. So as I mentioned before, that one of the theories of how Jean got Robert was from a servant that worked. I am saying servant because that is what they were called back, at, you know, at the time. Don't at me. But there was this one servant that gave Jean the doll. Um, and the theory is that the reason that she gave the doll to Jean was um, because she was severely mistreated by Jean's parents and she cursed the doll with voodoo and black magic to punish the family. So there's that one, you know, and that's why there's been so many experiences when it came to Robert. There's also kind of like, if it was specifically just to punish the family, wouldn't it have stopped after Jean and his parents died? Like, if it was just magic, you know, wouldn't it have been cursed to end... You know, and just have it be a normal doll when everyone was dead and gone. You know, because, like, no one knows why Robert is really haunted, and Robert is very much still active. Oh yeah, just because Homeboy is in a glass case in a museum does not mean he's not having fun ruining people's lives. You are able to visit Robert at the East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida, and I think it's, like, the main attraction of the museum. It's known for ghosty, supernatural stuff, but Robert is the main attraction, which makes sense. And there are actually a few rules you have to follow when you go and visit Robert. And you were told these rules right when you walk in. If you disobey these, you definitely pay for it. And not by the staff. So the rules are first, you have to greet him and introduce yourself to him. So it's like, hello, Robert. And for example, if I did it, it would be like, hello, Robert. I'm Daphne. Nice to meet you. Homeboy really likes being respected. Then if you want a picture from Robert, you have to ask him first. I don't think you have to wait for any confirmation. I think as long as you ask, it's okay. And then you have to say goodbye to Robert before you leave the museum. Basic shit, right? Like how you treat any new person you meet. But if you are in any way disrespectful to him by not saying goodbye, not asking to take his picture, you know, bad shit happens. Robert has reportedly caused divorces, people losing their jobs, car accidents, horrible and, you know, declining health. And I got some stories to share for y'all. One, because it's interesting, and two, I have to make this episode a little bit longer for uh, some reason. I thought this was a longer story. So I'm kind of just, you know, juicing it. 
So these stories are from TripAdvisor. Um, there's some, I got one off a letter, I think. So I'm going to go ahead and put that on the Instagram. So you know they're real if they're from TripAdvisor. Um, and I'll leave a link to the review page for y'all. And if you want to read them, it's, you know, a majority of people are um, asking for Robert's forgiveness because a lot of the time, like when you search for Robert the doll, a lot of his picture shows up. You're not even really supposed to be looking at his picture online, um, which I've read from different places that it's okay if he had, if he gave permission for that photo to be taken, but it's not like I know if it's not like it says, yes, Robert gave me permission for this photo. You're okay to look at it. So a lot of the time it's literally just people just apologizing for, I'm so sorry for researching you. And I saw your picture without your permission. Like, I'm so sorry. I hope you forgive me. It's a lot, you know, you know, I'm so sorry for everyone on Facebook and Instagram as I definitely posted a picture of him on there. Um, so y'all better apologize to Robert in the comments. Yeah, so literally a lot of the reviews on TripAdvisor specifically for the for the museum that he's at are either apologies or people's experiences with Robert. Um, and here are just a few. So this one's from Rick. Quote, not quote, I'm reading something. Never mind. I don't know how this works. This is what Rick says. I would like to share my experience with Robert. I'm not really a superstitious type of person, but do believe in the paranormal. Back in early April of 2018, I took my fiance and her oldest daughter to Key West, and we stopped by to see the old fort and to check out Robert the doll. When we first entered the room where they keep Robert, I made the foolish mistake of taking this picture while neglecting to heed the sign on the wall to ask for Robert's picture. As you can see in the photo, um, little side note, I don't have that photo, but I saw it. He's literally brandishing a fist at Robert, in case y'all wanted, you know, some context. Inside note. As you can see in this photo, I was fooling around and acting as if I was going to punch him. Well, later that evening, my fiancé and I get into an argument at the Mallory Square and leave without seeing the sunset. It was her first time in the Keys, and we very rarely argue, especially in front of her daughter. We got to leave and head back to the Palm, palm Pano, and as we are traveling back, someone throws a large rubber ball hitting the front of my car from a hotel balcony, nearly making me wreck. Not five minutes after that, a key buck deer buck walks in front of the car right at dusk, causing me to swerve and nearly making me lose control of the car. We make it back home safely that night, and a few weeks go by, and my father, who I cared for at the time, favorite aunt, passes away from a sudden illness. Two months later, my father's health starts to suddenly change for the worse. Within two to three months after seeing Robert, Mike goes... Might goes from walking and being very active and is now bound to a wheelchair and is in diapers. He ends up passing away almost six months after this picture was taken. I move from Florida and get a job on the railroad. Three months after starting, I'm being fired. Now my body is starting to fail me as well. Both shoulders need surgery. I have severe chronic neck and back pain. And as of Sunday night, tore up my right knee. Now I cannot work and I'm near... I am near in... <laughs> and am near a financial ruin. Not saying this is all because of some alleged doll locked away in a glass box, but who knows? Take my advice, this is not a made-up story. If you go and visit Robert, please do not make the same mistake that I had made. So, sorry if that didn't really make any sense. I, uh, that's just, I literally copy and pasted the exact, um, review from TripAdvisor, just so it was exactly the way that he worded it. Um, so I realized as reading it that um, it doesn't really make any sense, but I think you guys get the general gist. 
So that's just some one thing that happened with him. I have another one. This is going to be the letter that I'm posting on the um, on the Instagram. And this is a letter from Rosie that says, Dear Robert, I'm very sorry for not asking for your permission to take your picture while visiting it at the museum last week. Since I've taken your picture without permission, many strange things have happened to me. While driving from the Keys, a deer ran out in front of our car. We had a swerve avoid we had to swerve to avoid hitting it and ran off the road. We almost hit a tree. Two days later, we had a small kitchen fire. Also, we've been hearing childlike giggles coming from our basement. Last night, I was home all alone. I heard a voice coming from the basement, and when I went to investigate, I tripped and fell down to the bottom of the three stairs. I got up to run out, but the door was locked. My husband said that I probably turned the lock on myself without even thinking about it and locked myself in the basement. But honestly, Robert, we both know the truth. Please accept my deepest apology for taking your picture without asking. Also, please accept my daughter's apology for sticking her tongue out at you and making fun of you. Sincerely, Rosie. Sorry, Daphne is just not able to read today. Um, so there's just a few instances of Robert. There are hundreds more, and I don't really want to spend a majority of this episode doing that. Um, Robert, it's reported that Robert gets anywhere from one to three letters a day, and it's mostly people apologizing to him. And he, they're usually posted up on his glass case too, so you can physically see all of the apologies. Um, so that's fun. So it is mostly, his letters are mostly consist of people apologizing to him or asking him to curse people that they don't like, or even asking him for advice for some reason they're doing that. Also, other more common things happen to people when they don't ask for Robert for his pictures, like um, the camera. So if you don't ask for Robert's picture and you go to take a picture of him, um, your camera, like the battery will die um, or it will be completely wiped. You know, you can have a brand new battery and a brand new um, camera. They'll just die and they won't work again until you leave the museum. It's yeah, it's creepy. Like it's it's weird. Um, just all the things that has happened with Robert is creepy, and that's why when I was having a little bit of technical issues, I did apologize while I was doing my research, um, just because I am a little stitious, as I said. So, Daphne was, uh, she, she apologized just to make sure that she's not gonna get cursed by a, a doll, you know, across the freaking country away from me. So, Yeah. Okay, well, that's uh, all I have for y'all this week. Um, let me know what y'all think in the comments if you've had any experiences or any other recommendations about supernatural stuff you want me to talk about. Same thing, conspiracies or even true crimes. I'm so open to hearing about new cases. Oh my god, I love it. Um, also, go check out the Patreon. You get episodes out a week early, bonus episodes, exclusive merch. My merch store, I think, is pretty cool. Go get something there. And use code seriously what the frick or SWTF15 for 15% off your first purchase. Also, 25% of my monthly proceeds from the merch store and the Patreon goes towards foundations such as the DNA Don't Network and the Cold Keys Foundations. So you can help me get the people identified in their or their case finally solved so they can get the justice that they deserve. Hit that plus sign, follow, rate it five stars because it makes me happy, and you'll get an internet cookie, which is the best. And make sure to share with your friends, family, a person you don't really like just to give them bad vibes. Don't actually, but like definitely share this. Be kind, make decent decisions, and I'll see y'all next week at the brand new episode that'll make you say, seriously, what the frick.
by y'all. I am so sorry, Robert. I really hope you accept this apology from me. I didn't mean any ill will. I'm just doing it for entertainment of others. I hope you have a good day. Bye-bye now.